Alright guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, 100 Books a Year with Kevin. Um, today I'm going to start on probably one of my favorite books of the year. Uh, probably in the top 3 or the top 5 range. Um, it's a book called Mental Immunity. Um, I am still listening to it. I'm about halfway through. Um, and I took already like, you know 3-4 episodes of good notes on that. So... Um, I heard the uh, podcast on Joe Rogan. I'm like so behind on Joe Rogan. It's not even funny. Uh, <laughs> I listened to him on Joe Rogan, Andy Norman, uh, pretty interesting philosopher. And then, uh, you know, last time we, we did a series on, right, treat, treating emotional pain or emotional wounds with emotional first aid, right? Kind of like treating it like a physical wound. In this particular case, it's really in a similar boat, right? So today, again, we're going to do an introduction, uh, maybe talking about the book, maybe dissect the title a little bit, and then we kind of just dive in in the next couple of days. I don't know how long the series will be. I currently have a few episodes pre uh, prepared already, but uh, we'll see, okay? So the book is called Mental Immunity. So... The context of this is this, right? So why do people take extreme actions, right? Why do we see bombings? Why do we see ISIS commit uh, crimes, right? We're closing up on to uh, the 20th uh, anniversary of 9-11, right? Why there's hate crime? Why Asian people are getting murdered at the uh, massage parlor, right? And if you look a little bit more closer, they are typically a little bit more related to their thought process, right? Their beliefs. So the question comes down to is, hey, how should we fix it, right? I think in most cases, we don't understand it enough before we can fix it. So Andy argues that there is this concept called a mind parasite. So a parasite literally infects the mind. And then those parasites can be things that you read, things that you heard, things that you found on social media, on YouTube with the algorithm, right? And then your mind actually has a mind immune system, right? And in this particular case, Andy uses our immune system as a way to make sense of these situation, right? And our mental immune system has cultural roots, has cal uh, cultural barrier, and then they really have a sense of um, getting getting involved with a great um, scenario in which we need to be able to withstand and kind of fence off the offensive parasite, if you may, right? So here's what Andy brings to the table, the author is, we should understand mental fallacies or mental biases through the lens of immuno uh, immunology or biology or virology, right? Um, because he believed that this, this is an easier approach to do this. Um, another book that he referenced, uh, I think I read this one called The Righteous Mind by uh, Jonathan Haidt. He argues that the brain has a tribal architecture. So our thinking is really banned by our tribal solidarity, right? So if you belong to one group, 
then whatever they do, you connect with that group, and you have an easier time accepting the foreign idea because your group accepts the foreign idea, and we tend to fail to ask basic problems or we suffer for it because of that fact. So. This is the idea of a mental malware, mental malfunction.、Um, is we tend to let memes like gossip to spread, and then we don't really put a stop to it, and we let it infect our body, right?、Um, I do remember、uh, Andy is talking on、uh, Joe Joe Rogan's podcast. You were talking about the the famous photo, right? There was this、uh, Viking hat guy, right? Who Invaded the U.S. Capitol on July on January six. That guy's mind is probably has their immune system compromised, right? He started to believe these type of fallacies or conspiracies、uh, series. So ideas they will spread no matter what, no matter whether they're good ideas or bad idea, doesn't matter, right? So the thing is, is Why there's a certain medium that allow us to take their ideas sooner or easier, and why we kind of need to take permission to take in an idea. I'm not sure if I'm making sense or not, but the whole bottom line is meanings in cultural dialogues in cultural form. It kind of takes on a life of its own, and then. The bad ideas behave like a mental parasite, right? They're 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 harmful by definition. So, again, this book it really talks about is how we should approach idea intake, how we can make sense or help us to improve our thought process coming from a mental immunological perspective, right? And I think part of it, right? I'll give you guys a couple examples. A part of it would be okay if you got some news. What is the source of it, right? Is it being published by New York Times or、uh, you know Washington Post or some other、uh, right-wing publication, right? Where are you getting that source, right? What is the、uh, is the、um, author credible, right? And I feel like this also blends into a sense of critical thinking, which we're gonna cover a bit. In the next couple of days, so to summarize, the reason I like this book because it takes a very unique perspective. Saying, "Hey, we should care for our mental wellness," similar to the last book, right? Emotional first aid. We need to do it by making analytical、uh, analytical uh, uh, analogy to immunology, right? We need to figure out exactly how we can preserve and how we can. In a sense, accept good ideas and keep out the bad ideas, and that is something that we will explore within the next few days. All right, cool, man.、Uh, thank you guys for listening. We're gonna share more with you guys tomorrow. All right, bye.